Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. Another amateur hour this week. I'm your, your host, Spencer Spillman, my co-host, Coach Bean. Looking Smooth. real milky. Smooth. The rest of the cow still. It is still cow appreciation day, Tuesday, July 11th. Um, our special guest, Emily Hennett. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Zach's uh, ball and chain. Ooh, yeah, drink that one. I did. Hey, <laughs> A beer for any occasion. Beer for all occasions. Beer for every occasion. Yeah, I did it again. Um, that's two shows in a row. Solid. Um, like I said, still still July 11th. Um, 7-Eleven National Cow Appreciation Day. You got that part right. Coach lost the bet. Has to wear the cow costume, brought us some free chicken falah. Hey, I did also. I I also, in a way, lost this bet. The better half was collecting. We we doubled our treasure just because she came with me this time. Uh, A big thank you to Emily because I'm double hungry, so I'm glad that you guys were able to to make that happen for us. Um, Alright, so, as always, if you're listening, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, please give us uh, some subscribes, some likes, follow us, share us out with your friends, give us some five-star reviews, let us know how we're doing. If we're not five-star worthy, then fuck you. Um, but, uh, this is the Amateur Hour. Um, we'll get into our show business here in just a moment. We got, uh, some good segments coming. We'll get through those pretty quick, because we got a bunch of SBs talk. We'll give our SBs preview. And our picks, obviously, this will be coming to you on Friday. Um, so it'll be like us telling the future. Or maybe you can just try and believe that we don't record the show on Tuesdays. Um, since the ESPYs is, what, tomorrow night? Wednesday night? Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. So if you're listening, ESPYs already happened. See how we did. Uh, rate us against what actually happened. Um, as always, like we mentioned, the show is sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. And then our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground. Uh, you can follow Strangeland on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. You can follow Sports Buzz on Twitter at Sports Buzz TX. And Mountain Breeze Campground, just go to www.mountainbreezecamp.com. Check out who's playing out there every single week. Live music this week is Poor Jay Brown, I believe. 
Um, and then we got Labor Day coming up fairly soon. Hopefully Finley comes back for another um, another show out there at the Breeze. It's always nice out there for um, Memorial Day. It was great. Had a good time. But go check out Mountain Breeze. Check out Strangeland. Go pick up the IPA and the rest of the flagship collection around Austin. Let's go ahead and get into show business. Um, as we mentioned, this is the Amateur Hour coming to you on Fridays, as most college sports come to you on the weekend, Fridays and Saturday nights. Um, but uh, Chad, still not here. Still not here. Still not here. Not Emily, here. Which is kind of Emily's, refreshing. Emily's still here. Emily's still here. Chad's still not here. Yeah, Emily, you kind of, you kind of imposed on our, our opportunity to have just the, 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 the Trace Amigos. The Three Amigos, yeah. Yeah. Good Spanish there. I know you're a Spanish teacher. Right. You got that one right off the bat. Um, <laughs> wow. But it's been it's good to have you. But it's you know Chad not missing him at all. It's kind of nice not having him here. I think it's gonna be refreshing for the show. You know the intro will match the character <laughs> persona. Will bring it to life. Will we'll, true. Will be accurate this time. You know I didn't work on the intro at all this week because I knew Chad wasn't gonna be here. True. What's yeah, the point? Cool. Even? And then why would we even do this? Yeah. You know I don't want to get. That new equipment up and running without Chad, so um, so I'll, I'll keep working on that new equipment that we have. You know, I got it with me. I've, I've so much forgotten about it that it didn't even make show business. <laughs> it's, it's in my backpack, okay. and uh, it's a good place for it. It stays there. It hasn't come out of the backpack <laughs> since I took it from you. Um, you know, maybe maybe once you get the intro fixed and I get my my jersey. Hmm. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out that I need a haircut, dude. We're gonna need uh, you gotta, do. Gotta fix my ears. We're gonna need you to put that back on. We need to put that back on because Facebook, Facebook Live video is about to come. Got to get some videos, some pictures here um, of the cow costume. It is still cow appreciation day. Uh, back to the intro. I, I like the uh, the three way funnel that we've built. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we all have something riding on it. Mm-hmm. Well, really, except for you. It's just you putting the time in to do it. But yeah. I need a jersey. Chad needs to be in the intro. We could all use some better equipment. You know, sitting over here in a cave, sounding yeah. like we're... Here's the thing. You've made a fatal error, though, in that the incentive you've given me to get started also includes me learning how to use new equipment. Sure. Which you would think would be fun for me, but I'll tell you right now, it is not. So, uh, not a great motivator. Uh, maybe you can... Um, use that Texas State brain of yours to, to find out a new motivator for me. But I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll play it by ear. Um, now, speaking of motivation, Bob, um, you know, you, you got a pretty pretty big game tomorrow. Uh, the kickball game is uh, the, the team new league is starting up, right? New league starts up with Austin Sports and Social Club. And by tomorrow, we mean uh, Wednesday, not, Wednesday, not Saturday. When you listen to this, we will probably be uh, hungover from celebrating a victory. Um, <laughs> Net Kicks and Chill taking on a team named, let's see here, Hold My Beer and Watch This, the orange team, or Military Green this season. Uh, apparently, it's actually a doubleheader. Uh, the Candy Van is the other team we're playing, which sounds inappropriate. It's an adult league. That um, sounds scary. So, well, if anyone games? can, it's the candy van can. That's, that's, that's <laughs> so true. So, uh, I'll report back next week with our oh, how how big of a margin that we won. We've got some new players coming out for this first game. So, some free agents we picked up off the waiver wire. 
Uh, we'll see how it all fares out. But well, I, I, have I mean, do you have any you have any motivational um, plans? You got a speech all set in stone that you're going to give the guys and, and girls of the team tomorrow, or are you just going to wing it? You know what? If you, if you don't come ready to play game one, then there, there's not much I can do for you. Um, you know, I, I've I've instructed our team to be there early, especially the new people for a little be, uh, you know KP little you know kick practice. Make sure you know how how that ball flies off your foot. Well, let's hope the chat can make it and doesn't miss his flight. Doesn't have to Uber all the way back. You know, we got a lot of free agents, a lot of guys coming into NFL training camp, missing their flight, having to Uber. You know, a thousand dollar Ubers from states away. Yeah. Um, let's hope Chad can make it back in time to uh, to get to the game. Otherwise, you know, could be looking at a at a game suspension. Yeah. Well, we we will see. I know uh, that one of our new free agents, a frequent guest of the show, Joe Andrews. Has also already said that he's not going to make our first game. What? Which uh, not not a good way to start off. Not a good first impression. Not a good way to make an you, impression on the owner. So uh, you know we'll see if he keeps his roster spot. But for now we're going to persevere and press on because that's what Net Kicks and Chill does. So you got us a sponsorship yet with the the ASSC? Ooh, you can't say the S word. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. We're looking for a, a partnership. Partnership. Yeah. Um, they're not interested in giving us any money, so <laughs> yeah. we had to take that S word out and enter the P word in. So. Uh, we're still working on it. It's it's a long going process. Um, it, me, I need to reach out to them. That would be the first step. Um, <laughs> I thought you did that already. I've got you've got this long list of things you want me That's to a do, teaser. and teaser. I've I've spoken with some of the people off record, but uh, the official channels uh, we'll start at some point in the future. Okay. Most definitely in the future. There's no doubt about that. All right. Well, um, this is usually about the time we send you to go get chicken wings, but hey, the chicken wings had to. Move on over this week. Yeah, they did. Had to move over for chicken filet. This is terrible. You're going to have nightmares. Just waking up with a cow right in your face. I don't even have dreams. I don't know how I'm going to have nightmares. Yeah, we're really milking this whole uh, cow appreciation (laughs) team. I don't know know how much longer we can. Well, I will say, you know, I'm glad to finally contribute. I know being the talent is a big part of this, but, uh, you know... Ballad does so much for us with the chicken wings every time, and I'm just glad I can contribute. Emily this time came with me and picked up some Chick-fil-A. Quick and easy, no cooking. Cleanup. Cleanup's a hell of a lot easier. Well, you say quick, but easy, yes. Those are some long lines. Uh, all right, let's get in. <laughs> just now. Let's get into some quick segments, run through these things. Coach, start us off. What do we got? We're going to timeout. Well, we're not. Some people are. Somebody is. Not us, because we know how to hire tracks a little bit better. Uh, first person going to timeout, though, former Tennessee volunteer linebacker A.J. Johnson, charged with DUI. Mm-hmm. Cited for possession. Simple uh, possession. Not a good look. Uh, the DUI charge is also worse for him, obviously, whenever you are in possession of illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. It's probably better to not drive while intoxicated on them. Well, he was also um, indicted on aggravated rape charges back in February 2015. Yeah. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. Um, they're, they're still pending. As, as this onto it doesn't look good. As of these, um, does not look good. They smelled alcohol in his breath. Uh, he was in possession of marijuana. Mm. It's just a really, really bad look for AJ. Um, and like you said, Spencer, this is going on top of the aggravated rape. Um, bad luck gets worse. AJ, you're going to timeout. You're going to be sitting in the corner for your, by yourself for quite a while. Might now. be going to jail if, uh, if yeah. he's charged. You're going to be going to a real timeout. 
Um, and our second one, the former USA gymnastics, I guess, gymnast doctor. Yeah. Uh, he is now being accused of sexually abusing more than a hundred of his female patients. Um, and has also agreed to a, a plea, a guilty plea deal on federal child pornography charges. Oh boy! Wow. Um, Possession of child pornography and charges related to that. I gotta say, you know, as bad of a look as it is for AJ, this is a little bit worse for Larry. Uh, Larry, you're going to timeout, and you're going to a really you bad place for timeout. Uh, Larry, you're going to hell for this one. <laughs> Uh, this is a bad look for USA Gymnastics. Um, a lot of parents trust their minor children, their minor children <laughs> with this organization, all in the hopes of making it to the highest level of competition. And they all entered in such a young age. Um, the negligence that was committed here is, this is astounding. This is a doctor, yeah. not yeah. like a coach or anything. Like this is someone you trust. Yeah, with the most of intimate of details. Yeah, someone who definitely knew better, and um, you know, parents trusted him, the teams trusted him, the country trusted him. Uh, some some staggering numbers: thirty-seven thousand images and videos of child pornography between the ages oh, so of was just taking, six like, and seven. He was taking, like, cooch shots of, of little girls? Something disgusting like that. Oh, uh, man. Ranging from His 5 to 20 years. Oh. So uh, we wanted to put this in the, the show because it's disgusting, but we wanted to put it in the front because I can't wait to not think about this anymore. Oh, yeah. uh, this is what makes you scared to have daughters. It's no good. Well, oh, and those women are so talented. Those young women are so talented. Seriously, that's the last thing that they need to be worrying about yeah. when they're competing, and it's just really sad. 100%. Yeah, that's messed up, especially having a, uh, you want to be a cousin a in the family doctor. who's a two-time national champion at OU. Um, yeah, that's that's worry, worrisome for sure. Um Let's stop talking about it. Let's move on. Yes. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's move on. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> I'm starting to enjoy it now, I think. I think hey, to enjoy it. but uh, tell you what does grind my gears a little bit, being a cow, you know. It's when people got beef. Spencer, I heard you got some beef. I got just a little bit of beef. Um, and it comes from uh, Mohammed Bamba's half-brother... Half brother, full piece of shit. Um, don't know his name. The guy's got like four <laughs> teeth in his face. The funniest thing you said on the show. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, he's got like like four teeth in the front of his face, and just out there in front of a pool in San Marcos, just blabbing his mouth, saying all this stuff about how oh he's not gonna play in the NCAA this coming year. He won't play. I already roasted him. I already talked to the NCAA. He won't play. Well, guess what, dumbass. The NCAA looked into it, no problem, because this guy was basically a sponsor, not a, he's not an agent, he's been giving money to Bamba since he was young, and it's on a regular basis, so it's not a one-time, like, hey, here's money, go to this school. It's He's been doing this since Bamba was a kid and underprivileged, so um, Mo Bamba, number two overall in the country in basketball. Will be playing for the University of Texas and Shaka Smart this year. I can't wait. Got some big time beef with his brother though. Fuck you, man. That's that's messed up. That's he's got half of your blood. Just checked up. Anybody else got beef, or is it just me? 
I got beef. Uh, I got beef with Barstool Sports. Uh, they steal another segment. They didn't. They didn't steal a segment from us. They stole something from me. Uh, I've been saying the phrase "can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning." Probably since college, maybe even. I've a heard you say that when that. we lived across the hall from each other. I've said it many a times. I've tweeted it many a times. It shows up in my Snapchats when I'm drinking in the early morning, which is frequently given my exciting lifestyle. And now they're issuing t-shirts that have this on the back of it. And I'm not going to lie, it's a pretty cool looking t-shirt, but I didn't get contacted. No royalties have been sent my way. Pretty upset about this. Uh, I got beef with Barstool stealing another thing. Well, clearly, clearly they had an intern go deep into your history. They've seen our show. They've listened to the show. They've stolen some segments. Russian hackers, I'm telling you. And now their interns are going back into your college life and saying, that's a cool phrase. Let's use that. Yeah. Sorry, man. I like to go back to my college life, too. Those are the glory days. But those days are behind me. But this saying I've brought with me. And I just want to get my money. It's not fair. I get you. Damn hackers. Uh, I would have beef. But here's the thing. I am beef. So I'll leave it at that. Side of cake. He is beef. You get it? I got it. He's a beef cow. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, what do we got next? Next, we got some free advice. We got Big 12 Media Days coming up. Always an exciting time of the year. Uh, I always know when Big 12 Media Days come, when it comes around, we're that much closer to college football season. Um, it always seems like a terrible idea, though, to put college kids in front of a microphone and let the press just berate them with questions. So <laughs> I thought we'd take this opportunity to give the Big 12 in general, whether it's teams, coaches, players, a little bit of free advice. So Spencer, I'll start with you. What's, yeah. your, what's your free advice for this Yeah, one? so looking at the people that are going to be at this uh, event, specifically for the Texas Longhorns, I got some free advice for Texas. They're sending Coach Tom Herman, um, you know, defensive back P.J. Locke, O-lineman Connor Williams, linebacker Nashawn Hughes. Nashawn. Nashawn, sorry. Sorry. Been, it's been a while. Uh, and they, they were also sending uh, punter Michael Dixon. Mm. No Shane Bouchelle. No Malik Jefferson. No Chris Warren. I mean, those are your, your big-time playmakers. And then you look at some of the other guys on the D-line. I don't understand. What are you doing? My free advice to you is send a guy who's going to intimidate the rest of the league. P.J. Locke isn't going to scare you. He's only probably, what, like 5'10", 5'11"? He's a quarterback. Um, obviously, Connor Williams is a big guy. But he's an offensive lineman. You know, obviously, he's the first guy off the bus. Punter? Come on, man. That's just weak. Anybody else sending a punter or no. a kicker? He's no. the only punter. Yeah. And I got to say. Oh, no, no, no. That's wrong. Uh, Oklahoma State is sending Zach Siner. Sinner. Get your that. That's oh, true. damn, that is true. That's so weak. That is so weak. <laughs> ah, but a punter? Come on, man. I gotta say, it's a bold move, and I think this could pay off big for Texas right here. I think if Michael Dawson comes out and just absolutely steals Dixon, the show. Dixon. Dixon, I'm sorry. If Dixon comes out and steals the show, it's one of those kicking it with Pat McAfee moments. Okay. It's just epic for the Big 12. It's epic for Texas. It allows you to lighten the mood and keep things going without actually having okay. to get into any of the That's hard fair. questions because in all honesty texas has a lot of hard questions they're gonna have to answer this yeah. year um and a lot of it starts very early in the season so yeah i think this is a, a, a hilarious move it creates some levity in the in the room 
Um, and if Dixon's as charismatic as hopefully he should be being up in that four-man list, um, it could it could do a lot of things for Texas. Yeah, so Texas will be there on the second day, bright and early. I like um, how they split Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to. I think I think you McGregor that shit put them together <laughs> back to back. I got a little bit of free advice. One of the you know, we all we're not big Baylor fans here on this podcast, but back in 2013, a little bit of gold came out of Baylor from Ahmad Dixon. Uh, Horn Digest's Chip Brown asked Ahmad Dixon in 2013 if the Bears could win the Big 12 title this year, and Ahmad Dixon, without hesitation. Response was, "Can God save a hooker?" And <laughs> for the whole season, how appropriate for going. Baylor was oh. in the new was in the uh, in the college football news realm, uh, not for the terrible things they've done where they are now, but that quote came up all year. Oh. And Ahmad Dixon, if I recall, got drafted that year by the Cowboys. So, oh um, Ahmad, I thought. Players out there, don't be afraid to to put yourself out there. Say something a little bit crazy. There's a lot of college football players out there, and they're all trying to get to the NFL. Sometimes your on the field performance is not the only thing that's going to get there. Get you in the in the in the headlines. Go be afraid to give say something crazy because we're going to need stuff to talk about after Big Twelve Media Day. And if someone say something crazy like that, I'm not sure what it's going to be. Oh boy, so that's my free advice to make our show better. All right. Um... I wish they would have put all the new coaches together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mark Ruth got himself uh, locked and answered for there at Baylor. Put, put Rule, Herman, and Riley all in the same day. They put Mark, they put Rule and, and Herman together at least. Yeah. Um, Should be good. What's next? So next we got, you go with that, this is Joel Embiid, fined by the NBA for saying, fuck LeVar Ball on Instagram. <laughs> Can you play the video for us, Ballad? I want to hear this thing. Um... Apparently he had some beef. Man, fuck the ball ball. That's okay. it. That, that, that was it. Okay, that's perfect. That's all I needed to hear. Um, he was fined $10,000 for using inappropriate language on social media. I can't say that. So, Ballard, I don't know how much you love the Ball family. Are you okay? You good with that? Him saying fuck LeVar Ball. I'm good with him saying it. I am not good with the NBA issuing a fine. This sets a really bad precedent of, you know, protection of free speech. On social media, as a player, you should be able to do whatever you want. The only time I think you should be able to get fined for saying something is while you're on the court. Only if it can affect the game. If it's, you know, directly in front of someone's face, if it's directed at a referee, you know, getting on social media and trashing somebody or their family, or especially the ball family, you should be able to do that as much as you want. If anything, Nate Silver should have paid this guy for paying, for saying this stuff. So I'm not good with it. What about Adam, you, coach? Adam. Adam Whatever. Silver. Adam Silver, Nate Silver. <laughs> all these, all these Silvers. Um, <laughs> I'm absolutely, don't say that. I'm absolutely not good with that. And that, here's why. Let me tell you, fellas. Manners matter. And if there's one thing that we're damn good about, it's manners. When we tell someone to shut the fuck up, we do it nicely. We say please. That's right. We say please shut the fuck up because I'm tired of hearing what nonsense is coming out of your mouth. Please and thank you. It goes a long way. Also, if you really want to insult somebody and get away with it, just say no offense. Because what other defense is there but I told you not to get offended. 
That's true. Something bad was about to come out of my mouth. Yeah. I'm just not good at the way Joel did this. There's a better way. It's a little bit Please, shut well, the hell up. You're exactly right, Ballad. Um, I'm not good with this. And the fact that the NBA fined him um, does go against a lot of free speech. And I think I read in that article at the very end, it was like, well, I mean, pretty sure 75% of Twitter is the word fuck. So um, what Joel should have done is come out and appealed it and said, no, I didn't say fuck you, LeVar Ball. I said puck you with a P, miss. I said puck you. That's a reference to a funny show you guys should go check out, Summer Heights High. Um, British, Australian show. Go check it out. Um, I'd rather few, not. Only a few people will get that joke. But we uh, <laughs> we can move on into uh, time to speculate. We can speculate on how many people have ever heard of Summer Heights High. Thirteen. Okay, that's probably about right. Um, but let's get into Let's Speculate, Coach. What do we got? Uh, well, we've got an interesting turn of events here. Uh, apparently that old piece of shit top hat of ours, Canada, has beaten the USA's U19 mm. team in baseball. You mean they beat Kentucky? Basketball. In, in basketball, I'm sorry. They beat Kentucky. They basically beat the University of Kentucky God. in a bronze match. I don't even know why we're in bronze. Um, I'm... All over the place with this Ooh, story. I don't playing. understand what is happening right now. We have we're, we have to play for the bronze because we lost to Canada in the summer. Oh semis. my god! Oh my goodness! I know. It didn't even make sense. I thought this was fake news when I first saw it. Have y'all ever been to the land of Justin Trudeau? Hell no! It's an amazing place. Yeah. Yeah. Seen that great. Whatever, weirdo. This is America. We don't need to go anywhere else. I thought we're, I told you to get lost. We're from fucking. <laughs> we're from fucking Texas. Who did we? I mean, who is playing on this team? Oh, Kentucky I mean, it's, freshman. It's Kentucky U19, freshman. So children. It's all freshmen. I thought Shocker Smart was the the uh, USA coach. It's called part of this year. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm sure we won with, with uh, Shaka though, right? Uh, more than likely. Okay. I, I mean, I didn't hear us losing to fucking uh, Canada. We're also playing in Cairo, Egypt. I mean, God. why the hell are you playing one Isn't of the hottest dangerous places area right now? in the world? I don't no. Know. No, no, Egypt's, Egypt's not revolting fine. anymore. Not. Egypt's cool, dude. Everybody's dead and wrapped up and buried in tombs, ah, so yeah, they're, right. they're fine over there. Okay. Um, but a, a stunning change of events in in the landscape that is basketball, American basketball. Yeah, let's speculate a little bit. Here, here's my thought. So these guys under cool. nineteen in college, so of course they can't get paid, and they're definitely not getting paid by the respective schools they go to because that's illegal. One's a high schooler. I, I think they oh threw this game. God. I think they I think they got on their Bovada accounts, <laughs> put a little juice on the game, and said, you know what? Let's just throw this one. Canada's got to be a huge underdog in this, probably catching like plus 500 on it. They pulled their lunch money together, their stipends, if you will, and, and went and got themselves a little payday. Did you guys see the score of this game? They lost by 12. Have you seen the scores of the rest of the games? They beat Iran 108 to 48, beat Angola 109 to 68, beat Italy 98 to 65, and Italy is going to the championship game. Beat Mali 117 to 69. Beat Germany 81 to 59, and then we lose by 12 to Canada. I call it rigged. That's what I'm saying. I, that's literally what I just said. I agree. It's rigged. The scores don't. I mean, stats don't don't lie. I will say, yeah, in, in, in the World Cup, in the World Cup of U19 basketball, this game has to be fixed because who's the number one recruit of the 2019 class? A Canadian. 
mm. R.J. Barrett, who single-handedly dismantled the U19 USA basketball team. Mm. R.J. Barrett, a Canadian. I mean... They're up and coming. I gotta say, it is in Russia, but they're awfully close. It's just Alaska in between them and Russia. Sure. could be some Russian hacking. I'll say this. United States never lost Canada before Trump was elected. No. <laughs> never. Never. Oh my god, that's probably not true. That might be fake news. Fake stat, but oh, we'll, no. we'll go and move on and we'll look it up later. We'll have to confirm these stories later. You can, okay. read, your, you can read your Breitbart article. <laughs> uh, I prefer Fox News. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of cows, we'll talk about Brett Bielema and uh, how apparently he... Uh, he retold the story of his butt dialing the uh, SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey. Um, this shouldn't be funny, but it is because it comes on uh, Cal Appreciation Day. Well, it came, in, it came out yesterday, but we're talking about it on Cal Appreciation Day. Filma, big guy. Some may call him a cow. Ballad, break this story down for us. What what really happened here? So, Brett Bielema, um apparently butt dialed the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey. Um, the funny thing is that he, uh, Brett picked up his phone. It was FaceTiming the commissioner. He said, Hey, uh, why are you calling me? And Brett was like, Oh no, I thought you called me. He's like, Oh no, must have butt dialed you. I'm a fat piece of shit. I guess that's what happens to me when I, you know, got my phone in my pocket. So well, that's a direct <laughs> quote from Brett Bielema. Um, yeah, this, you know, fat guys sitting on their phones, calling their boss. It's pretty funny. I got a question, though. Why are fat people putting their phones in their back pocket? That doesn't make any damn sense to me. Why did people put their phones in their back pocket to begin with? That's how phones get snapped in half. Is that his daughter? This is his wife. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, how does this happen? What? This is not funny. Wait, who has bigger breasts? Brett or his wife? <laughs> Brett, for sure! <laughs> for sure. Brett's got some cannons, bro. Oh, man. Those things cover some what surface those things? area. Oh, baby. She cannot wait for him to die. Oh, she's wow. in it for the long time. That is one proud sure. hog wild couple, though. I bet she gets bred a motorcycle for Christmas. <laughs> uh, I bet she she gets him a brand new hog every year for the ranch. That that was. Uh, I bet she is sick of his hog. <laughs> okay, that was, that's enough. That was this shouldn't be funny. You're right. Sorry, it's a cow ship. <laughs> no more hog talk. No more hog. We're talking about cows. Let's wrap up this side of the show. We got to get into a quick break. We'll play a little bit of music. And we'll be right back with some SB's predictions right back here on the Sports Buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Do you feel the buzz or is it just me? Trust me. Something in the air just above me. Something like a dream state. You call it a clean break. Do you feel the buzz, baby? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Stillman. Just need to remind everybody here on Facebook Live, today is Cal Appreciation Day. Here's the man, the man himself. Those ears are looking nice and floppy. Got the spots. We got Chick-fil-A in the kitchen. We got Ballad pressing all kinds of moo buttons over there. Um, if you have not checked out the show, please go listen to it, and, um, SoundCloud and iTunes, we will let you know, and, uh, go drink you some Strangeland IPA, check out the show, listen to it from this week, and, uh, hear how we, uh, 
I'll be finished on the ESPYs. We're about to talk some ESPYs here in just a moment. So go check it out. Um, so we definitely need to – we don't have quotes of the week. So um, we're just going to talk a bunch of ESPYs. And, Coach, you're going to run this thing because you got a bunch of notes. Um, what category do you want to start with first? Do you want to start with the biggest or the, the least? Well, you know? a quick caveat uh, for those at home who are listening. Uh, we're recording this before right. it's, it's been uh, shown, uh, but you will hear it afterwards. So, But uh, we did a Facebook Live, so it makes it official. Of course. So, you know, we're going to put it out there. It'll all be recorded today, on Tuesday, before the ESPYs. Let us know how we did. Coach Cal, what do you got for us? Uh, I will say Coach this Cal. is one of the biggest sporting events of every year. Uh, everybody seems to look forward to it. Uh, this year, the ESPYs are going to be hosted by nobody other than the sheriff himself, Mr. Peyton Manning. It's going to be hilarious. Um, it should be a really good time. That guy has gotten so much improv work over the last several years between his Papa John's commercials and, and his SNL. SNL and his nationwide. This guy's ready to go. He's in the prime of his TV career. Uh, he retired just in time for this, really. Um, but this is going to be a star-studded event, I'll tell you what. Of course, it always is. A um, couple of the presenters this year include Chris Berman coming, coming welcome out back. of his home. Welcome back. A little, little welcome back. Um, Dove Cameron, Brian Cranston... Eddie George, that'll be interesting. I'm, I'll be interested to see Eddie George. I bet that guy yeah. hasn't aged a bit. Uh, you also got the likes of Danica Patrick, uh, Sam L. Jackson, Elizabeth Olsen, Jeremy Renner. Uh, it's just going to be fully loaded, athletes and actors alike. Um, the biggest thing, obviously, one of the things that everybody looks forward to, the Arthur Ashe Courage Award uh, is going to be presented by Michelle Obama. Uh, and it will be going to Miss Eunice Kennedy Shriver. Uh, she passed away back in 2009, but she's the founder of the Special Olympics. Oh, cool. Uh, and the Arthur Ashe Courage Award will be accepted by one of her sons, Timothy Shriver. Uh, Have you ever looked for her? Who is currently the chairman of the Special Olympics. Nice. Uh, so that should be a uh, nice moment. Um, oh, yeah. It's always good. I mean, the Arthur Ashe is one of my favorite awards. For sure. Uh, she'll be joining the likes of... Yeah, Jimmy Valbano. The late great Craig Sager from last year. Oh, yeah. Um, Stuart Scott. I mean, some of the best speeches you ever hear come from those uh, those acceptance speeches. So, definitely looking forward to that. But, Ballad, what are some of these awards that we want to take a look at? First one to look at is Best Championship Performance. Um, what are we looking at here? We've got, as candidates... Tom Brady uh, from the Super Bowl, Shay Knighton from the Women's College World Series, Deshaun Watson from the National Championship, and Kevin Durant from the NBA Finals. Keep it there with you, Ballad. Who do you got in this category? Well, I will, I will say, just a caveat to oh, this. Excuse me. This is the first time since 2005 that multiple college athletes have competed for this honor. Oh, okay. Hmm, interesting. Oh, wait. Who, who competed in, in 2005? Vince Young and Matt Leiter? I believe so. Oh, okay. Was it Matt or Reggie? Uh, probably Matt. Reggie didn't have a great game. <clears throat> you know what? This is a... Re- I don't know. Minus the softball player, no offense, but... Um, 
have no idea about that. I don't know what you did. Uh, this is really hard between the, the three of these people. Tom Brady obviously had one of the greatest comebacks in Super Bowl history. Um, the greatest. Deshaun Watson dismantled Alabama, a game where they were an underdog, and, and just made it happen. And then Kevin Durant obviously had a fantastic win, but I think Kevin Durant's supporting cast makes it hard for him to win, but with it being so recent... I think there's a chance that he edges it out. But also, he had more games, though. These guys still only had one game to prove it. Durant had five. So, mm-hmm. yeah. that, that's got to play a part in it, too. I'd say more that would dilute, I would say that dilutes the performance spread out over that many games. But people saw it, though. So, for me, I'm going to give it to Tom Brady. Okay. I mean, that's where, my, that's where my pick's going, for sure. Nobody's ever come back from that. Not a Super Bowl. There's only happened, what, three times ever in history that somebody's come back from that many points? Three or four times? Um, Coach, what do you got? I know who you're picking. I don't even know why I asked. Uh, it's Tom Brady all the way. Yeah. Uh, you never see anything like this in a lifetime. Uh, we should all count ourselves lucky that we lived through this. Uh, yeah. Tom Brady's the goat. Watch every second of it. He's the goat. Give, give him every championship, every award. Anything he's up for, just give it to him. Just don't give him a book deal. That's about Just give it to him. All right. So I'll go ahead and take the next one. Best breakthrough athlete we got. Giannis, we're gonna let we're gonna let. Uh, oh yeah, Ian yeah. You got a pick Chad? here. You got a pick for Chad. Can we go back? What am I? Uh, Brady, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. Shea Knighton in the Women's College World Series, or Deshaun Watson in the College Football National Championship. You know, I'm I'm watching Shea Knighton's highlight reel right now. She beast. And I I like what I see. I I like it. So you know what, Chad. We're going to go Shea. You calling for the upset? We're going Shea Knighton. The ultimate Knighton? upset. Or... Is it Knighton? Yes, Knighton. Knighton. Okay. Big okay. softball appreciator, are you? You know, I'm just... As a female athlete myself, just... Feminist, any chance we can get. Feminist room for the females. I wonder who she's going to pick. Let's go. I wonder who she's going to pick in the breakthrough athlete department. Are you department. turning into some kind of feminist? <laughs> <laughs> so, it'll be interesting to see what Emily goes to here. And we'll, we'll go Uh-oh. to you first. Um, oh. We got best breakthrough athlete. We got Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Milwaukee Bucks. We got I'm Dak, glad I did not have this one. Dak Prescott <laughs> from oh, this is easy. Dak Prescott from Dallas Cowboys. Oh, wow. We got Kristen Pulisic from the United States men's soccer team and Borussia Dortmund. Uh, we have Aaron Judge. We talked about in the pro show. If you didn't listen, we talked about the uh, home run derby. Um, the uh, New York Yankees player. And then we have Lori Hernandez, the United States gymnast um, who won over a bunch of uh, Americans' hearts in the Olympics uh, last year. Emily, who's your best breakthrough athlete of 2017? Honestly, best breakthrough, I would say Dak Prescott. I like your pick there. I like your pick. Coach? I'm not a Cowboys fan. I know. I know you're not, I hate but I like you, your pick. I hate the Cowboys. But... Coach, who are you going to go with? Are you going to echo the uh, ball and chain? Definitely not. Um, I don't think so. She's way off base here. Um, <laughs> I will say Aaron Judge probably having one of the, the best years I've seen out of a rookie in baseball in a while. Um, it being for the Yankees kind of tanks a little bit. <laughs> uh, same thing with Dak Prescott. As Ballard alluded to earlier, the supporting role is much better then the person would lead it to believe. I'm going with the person who only gets to compete once every four years. 
that's a gymnast who's even on a tighter time crunch because they probably only get one Olympics in their lifetime. I'm going Lori Hernandez, best breakthrough athlete. Okay, I like how you follow up the feminist with the feminist. Um, Ballot, what do you got? I'll say this, Dak Prescott should win this award, <laughs> but recency bias is going to give this to Aaron, uh, Aaron Judge. Um, this is all driven by people voting, and he's been having such a good season up until this point. He's going to get some way late votes, uh, especially after the home run derby he just won. So uh, Aaron Judge will win this. I'm going to think. I'm, I'm thinking that uh, voting is is done. So I'm going to go no, with watch. Look. Oh, just, just oh he just voted. <laughs> I will go with Dak Prescott. I think what he did as a as a rookie fourth round draft pick is enough to seal this for him. Coach, what do we have next? In the category, or do you want me to... We will have our best record-breaking performance. Um, This is the culmination of what athletes dream about. This year's nominees are Mr. Bill Belichick. He now has the most Super Bowl wins by a head coach. Michael Phelps joins the cast. Uh, I think he's actually the only returning one in this. Um, Probably. He extended his own record of gold medals and... Most Olympic medals, so two records being extended in the streak um, at his last Olympics. Diana Taurasi joins the crew, breaking the WNBA career scoring record, now the all-time leading scorer. And of course, Russell Westbrook, uh, breaking a record many thought could never be broken by Oscar Robinson. He set the most triple-doubles in a season this year. Ballad, who do you think is going to take on the, the hardware here? Let me break this down for you. So I'll tell you... Why some people are not going to win the the award? Uh, Bill Belichick won't win because unless you're a Patriots fan, you hate Bill Belichick, so you're not going to vote for him. That's just how it is. Uh, Michael Phelps, he probably should win this. This him extending his own record for most gold medals in Olympics is Two amazing. Records. But ABC, owned by Disney, way too PC for a pothead to win an award at the ESPYS. True. Even so if he does win. Though. Hey, I believe it too, and I've forgotten about it, he's forgotten about it, but he smoked a lot of weed, so he's Stoners forgotten a forget. lot of things about it. So I don't think Disney will allow him to win the award. Um, Deanna breaking the WNBA career scoring award. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce her name, I never knew how her name before How do you pronounce this. her last name? Um, it doesn't matter, because she's not going to win. So that leaves Russell Westbrook with the most triple doubles this season. Again, recency bias. We'll bring Westbrook the trophy here. That's my pick. The most impressive is obviously Bill Belichick. Um, I'm sorry, five Super Bowls. I mean, that's it's hard to win five Super Bowls as a franchise, better yet, a coach. Um, so if you're going, I'm going to go with Belichick. I think all the records are incredible, and I feel like Tarasi didn't get enough. Um, enough media coverage for the record she broke. Obviously, breaking a scoring record is, mm. is not something to look down upon. Um, but yeah, I just don't see her winning. WNBA is not going to get the, the eyes and ears that everything else gets. What Belichick and the Patriots did in this most recent Super Bowl is just incredible. So, I mean, that's a record that may never be broken. Well, I tell you, a lot of people guaranteed that Oscar Robinson's record would never be broken. The fact that it was, and a lot of those people are people that are Hall of Famers and well-respected right. people. Right. I'm going with Russell Westbrook. It's okay. one, of the, one of the more impressive feats. Yeah, I didn't want to sound homer and go with that because I just feel like Bill Belichick winning five as a, as a coach alone is just too much, man. 
Emma? I mean, that's that's tough to beat. Um, Emma? Oh. Um, so, honestly, I'm just not really impressed by Bill Belichick anymore. Like, good job. You keep doing the same thing over and over again. I'm bored. Um, Michael yeah. Phelps, same thing. Good for you, man. Honestly, I agree with Spencer. The WNBA doesn't get the eyes and ears, but I think that it should. And I think Diana, 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 Diana she goes by Diana. Okay. Um, yeah, honestly, you're probably right. Russell Westbrook probably will win, but I'm still going to cheer for my girl, Diana. Can anybody other than coach name where Diana Taurasi went to college and played college basketball? Better question. Does anyone other than coach give half a shit? <laughs> I try. It's Trick just... question. Does coach even give a shit that he knows the answer? <laughs> coach knows the answer. He just doesn't oh. want to tell you. It's hard. The media doesn't cover the WNBA. There's only one is. team. I know where Diana Taurasi went to college, though. Yeah, no, only but... because. I bet she went to UConn, if I had to take a guess. That's a good guess. <laughs> That's a good guess, because that's correct. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> so give me $10. So what's, uh, yeah. what's next? Next we got best upset. We're going to start with tennis, since we don't talk about tennis. Dennis? Or is it Denise? Dennis. 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 <laughs> it's men's tennis. Uh, I see that. I see it's a guy, but I don't know how it's pronounced. He's clearly foreign. Dennis Istamin? Close enough. Istamin? Over Novak Djokovic, I know how to pronounce that one in the Australian Open, second round. Um, then we got the Mississippi State women's team defeating the Yukon Huskies in the Final Four, which was a great story. I wish they would have won it. And then Clemson, obviously, <laughs> over Alabama in the National Championship. Um, I'll start off on this. I watched that Mississippi State-Yukon game. The fact that it went into overtime, and the fact that the tiniest person on the court, fun size, got the win, that's what makes it the most impressive. Yes, I agree. Especially with how dominant UConn is in the landscape I of agree. women's basketball. What, 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 what was the streak they were on? 90-something or 100-something? It their or? second streak yeah. of whatever it was. Of like but, 100 games. Uh, this is definitely the best upset of I'm, of the three. I'm in 100% agreement with you. Put me down for that one too, Coach. Um, yeah, I'm on that side. Valid. Valid. If we're if we're picking what was the most impressive upset, that's definitely it. But what we're what I think or what I've been picking is who we think will win, and it's gonna be Clemson over Alabama. It's the most popular sport in this contest. Um, trust me, this one's gonna come home for uh, the Clemson Tigers. I disagree. I think you're way off. But um, Emily, what do you have? Well, you know, I don't. I I agree. I I hope it's Mississippi State. That that actually kind of brought me it, it was a heartwarming experience but i also did enjoy watching alabama fans punch all of their tvs of course, on yeah. youtube so, i think we all did yeah so you know i i do think that uh clemson will win that one punch your tvs <laughs> punch your wife punch your kids that's that's just how it is in alabama that's that's why that's normal cousin, same thing normal also, saturday kind of stuff fun fact hey, you know auburn is also right. in alabama right yeah diana did not, go to yukon Oh, yeah, I told him he did. Yeah. I told him he got it right. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that the, you knew. Gave him the answer in the well, biggest like, really, there's possible. only one. Okay. Um, all right, so, Ballard, what is the next category? Next, we got best game. Uh, first up, we got Cubs versus Indians, World Series Game 7, uh, Patriots versus the Falcons in the Super Bowl. And then, I don't think this is a game, for sure this is a match. I don't, I don't know a lot about tennis. Sure. That's um, true. But we made a rule last week about it, so 
Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure none of us have been following this. Or Letter uh, Network, doesn't care. Federer versus uh, Nadal in the Australian Open Finals. Pretty cool. Uh, Spencer, that was pretty awesome. Why don't you start us off? What do you think the best game was? Um, this is tough because obviously Federer and Nadal is, is kind of nostalgic for anybody yeah. who's ever watched any tennis. I mean, these guys have been playing and get against each other for a while. What if you haven't watched any tennis? Then, then how would you feel? You still know who Federer <laughs> and Nadal know. are. You'd still um, root for Andre. Obviously, Andrei. Cubs and Indians is huge because it breaks a huge winless streak in the World Series. And then, obviously, you have Patriots, Falcons, 28-3. This is a toss-up. Um, I'm going to go with what I think was the best, and that is World Series. Um, we've seen plenty of Federer and Nadal finals. We've seen the, the Patriots win Super Bowls. Obviously, this is a little bit different, but... I'm going to go with something that nobody has ever seen, or at least very few people that were alive 108 years ago, whatever it was, when it happened. So I go Cubs-Indians, best game. Coach? Uh, to me, the best game was Game 6, the do or die for the Cubs. So I think the World Series Game 7, I mean, it's just what it means. And to me, that's not a best game. Well, and you have the drama, though, at the end, is the thing. Federer and Nadal, obviously it is what it is. But the best performance is also going to equate to what the best game is. I'm going Patriots-Falcons here. Yeah, I echo that. Uh, the Patriots-Falcons game uh, should and will win this best game. Um you know, I didn't watch a lot of the World Series, uh, but I thought Game 6 was probably the best game of the series. And I don't watch tennis, and I don't think a lot of America does. So we'll see uh, We'll see what comes in. But I got Patriots top of this one. Emily, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm between baseball and football. I'm probably going to go Patriots versus Falcons, even though we've watched them do it six times. You know, I'm sure that's what people will vote for. All right. Hey, let's uh, let's keep over to athletes. Let's do best male, best female, and then the big four. How's that? Sounds good. Okay. Let's start with best male athlete to start off. Uh, we've got a couple of guys you've probably heard about: uh, Sidney Crosby of the NHL, Chris Bryan of the MLB, Michael Phelps, uh, a swimmer. Is there a swimming league? I don't think there is. No. Uh, of the Olympics, I suppose. And then <laughs> uh, Russell Westbrook. I can't believe he's not a football player here. Uh, real quick, who, who's your pick, uh, Spencer? Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Coach? I'm going Sidney Crosby. Um, get, pick. Getting in the, the two championship club. I think this echoes for a lot of people. I think Sid the Kid takes this home. Emily? You know what? I'm going Michael Phelps. Give him a chance, y'all. Come on. Fuck it. I'll go Chris Bryant just to make it a, a four-way tie. I wow. Like wow. Uh, recently biased. Watch out for it. Okay. Uh, best athlete. We've got females in this one. Probably a bunch of people that you may not have heard of. Come on, Spencer. You know him. You, um, should, you should have heard of every one of these ladies. Yeah, you, you should have. Why don't you kick it off for us, Coach, then? Uh, so our best female nominees are Simone Biles of... America Gymnastics. You just didn't want to say the name. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. Katie Ledecky of the Swimming Association of Swimmers. Uh, Candace Parker of the WNBA. And Serena Williams of the World Sport of Tennis. Uh, I'll open this up to the lady on the floor. Who's the best female athlete of the year? Oh, wow. I'm between Simone and Serena. But... You know, I'm going to go young. I feel like yeah. Serena has seen... She's she's amazing, but she's seen the award. She's made it to the top. She's been there. She continues um, to keep up. 
Um, so I'm going to go with Simone, kind of emerging herself. She's young, so... Pretty girl with short hair. (laughs) Uh, I'm going Serena Williams in this one. Just her popularity alone should bring her the title. She she just had that with a baby. With a baby. You know, allegedly. But we, uh... (laughs) No, she did that. But uh, she's been on social media so much lately, which... Looking back on a pretty good PR stunt right before the ESPYs yeah. to, uh, to put yourself in the running, so I guess Serena Williams taking this one home. Spencer, all four of these girls had incredible moments. Women. Obviously, Serena. I say <laughs> girls. girls. Sorry, females. Um, Just say women. It's best female athlete. They're females. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, Ledecky set all these world records, broke her own world records. Uh, but you're right. It's it's Simone Biles. She's gonna win this thing. By a landslide. As she should. Yeah. I mean, she was on TV more than any of these girls you guys in are time. Go- you guys are going for prim and proper. I'm all along the lines of ballad here. Zigzags think alike. Uh, they know what's burning. Um, what's a drink? Zigzags? Zags? Z-A-Z-G. Sure didn't sound like zags. Sound like something else. Check the tape, But I'm going with Serena Williams. She won a major with a baby. A baby. That counts for something. Okay. What we got next? Best football player. We got Tom Brady, Ezekiel Elliott, Khalil Mack, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Ryan. I'm taking... I love taking Elliott, but it's going to be Tom Brady. So, sorry. It's just what's going to be. He won a Super Bowl. That's how it works. Buy his book too. Spencer? I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I, I think it is going to be Tom Brady, but I'm going to pick Ezekiel Elliott because... He's the fucking GOAT. He will end up being one of the best running backs of all time. Give it time. Put you it down. You can't say someone's the fucking GOAT and then say he's going to be one of the best running backs of all time in the same sentence. I just did, so fucking sue me. You can't say he's the fucking GOAT when the GOAT is in the same category. Make your pick. Obviously, I know who it's going to be. If Tom Brady's in the category, we know who you're picking. My so. pick is going with the most dedicated fan base in the country, and that's Green Bay. Wisconsin fans are going for Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wins. Get out of here. Emily, got a pick on this one? Uh, Her- yeah, I'm going to go with a draft. The Eham Slam Jams, one of uh, their favorite draft picks, and that is definitely Aaron Rodgers. Thank you for all that you do for me. So, good best of luck. <laughs> Uh, NBA players. We got Kevin Durant, James Harden, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Russell Westbrook. If LeBron James doesn't win this, it is just a sin. He's clearly the best basketball player in the league. Uh, I'll be hard-pressed to find someone who can convince me differently. Spencer, why don't you give us a chance? Fun fact about LeBron James in this category. LeBron James has been in this category for now 13 straight years. He has Always been in the best NBA athlete category since 2005. Has he won? I like that. Yes, several times. Um, I think based off of who won this year and what happened, I think it's going to go to Kevin Durant. If not, it should go to Russell Westbrook for best NBA player of the year and what they did. I vote Kevin Durant because he won the finals MVP and they won the ring. Coach? Uh, I'll create some parody here. I think people will just go off the uh, the feels of MVP. So I agree. I will go with Russell Westbrook. No, I, that that was my other pick for I think who people are gonna gonna go with. Emily, why, why don't you tell these guys why they're wrong and what their correct answer is? Yeah, well, Chad would it's... definitely pick Kevin. 
pick LeBron James. It's so. definitely LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, so. That's just the way. Chad would have picked, so that's a good pick. It's so tired. Crow. Finally gives Russell Chad West, one of his picks. Westbrook's Are you writing all of our picks down? Yeah. Can't wait to do a little. I was right next to you. Okay, next. Great. All right, yeah. Major League Baseball. I guess this would be for last season. Which is pretty confusing since baseball isn't going on right yep. now. Last season, well, like last Ortiz, season to current season. David Ortiz doesn't play anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Spencer, season. why don't you do this for us since you already started? Chris Bryant, David Ortiz, Rick Porcello, Max Scherzer, and Mike Trout. I will go ahead and go with last season's best player would have been obviously Chris Bryant. He should win the award. Coach, are you going to go homer pick? Uh, no, actually, uh, I like the Chris Bryant pick, but he's become slightly irrelevant. I think what people know right now is Max Scherzer. It's the yeah. Nationals. I'm going to go with Max Scherzer. Okay. Uh, even though that it's Cal Appreciation Day, I'm going to go with the other animal on this. I'm going with Mike Trout, the fish man. Wow. That's my pick here. That's, did there. that's a popularity contest pick there, Ballad. And that's what, oh, this is a voting based <laughs> award ceremony, so... Uh, look, Chad, here's the deal. Uh, Z has a long way before I know anybody who matters in baseball ever. So, uh, we're going David Ortiz, because that's the only name that I recognize. Give him one final walk-off. I love it. I like that. Give yeah. him a good like walk-off. <laughs> Alright, last... I mean, if I didn't host the, po- or host the podcast, I would not know any of those players either. <laughs> last best NHL player. I'm not going to fake it. Uh, me. we got... Oh, Bal, why don't you go ahead and read these off? Now, you were already starting out, you don't watch oh, it through stuff. No, Bal. Sergey Bobrovsky, Sidney Crosby, Patrick Kane, Connor McDavid, and Austin Matthews. I feel like Austin Matthews should have been best breakthrough athlete. He should have been in there. Uh, rookie coming into the league, an American hockey player playing in Toronto. Kid's a stud. I think Austin Matthews will be a very, very good hockey player in the future. Obviously, Sidney Crosby wins this thing. Without even trying. Coach? Nope, I got I got Patrick Kane winning this one. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to go with the rapist. Okay. Coach, who do you got? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, if I'm going to pick him for best male athlete, I'm going to also pick him for best NHL player. I'm going to the kid. Of course. Anybody recognize any of these names you want to throw out there? No, but you know what? Um, just to <laughs> piss Chad off, let's go Canada. Austin Matthews. There you go. Let's go pick the Austin Matthews study. He's an American player playing in Toronto. Yeah. Rookie. Hey, real quick. Canada's a great place. Best male golfer. Sergio Garcia. Of course. Justin Johnson. Brooks Kapka. Rory McIlroy. Henrik Stenson. And uh, a write-in candidate, Tiger Woods. Wait, so was Jordan Jordan Spieth not an option in this? Jordan Spieth not an option. Sergio, Dustin, Brooks, Rory, Henrik Stenson. Where's Stenson from? Henrik Stenson is from Sweden? That's what that... Or Germany. Uh, that looks Swedish, the way that he's spelling and, his name. I think it's and Sweden. Kepka and Johnson are from America, right? Kepka, Johnson are American, Sergio, Spain, Rory, Scotch. Northern Ireland. So this is for last year, right? Last year, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, think... it's relevance up to whatever people are voting Clearly, for. Dustin Johnson, if you have any other answer, please try and convince me. Otherwise. I'll tell you right now, I think Sergio Garcia wins this. He just won the Masters. That's the only golf tournament that anyone who doesn't care about golf tries to care about. Right. So, as a popularity contest of who's going online and voting, look up oh, who yeah. won the Masters. No, no, Sergio, Sergio will probably okay. win it because of recent uh, 
What are you trying to tell me? I'm telling you, I'm going with my people. Brown skins. We stick together. Even light brown skins. Hey, I'm going Sergio I as like well. I like Sergio. He's, he, you know, he's engaged. You sit on the outside with your DJ pick. He's engaged to a Longhorn, but DJ's been the best golfer over the past year, in my opinion, and everybody else's opinion. Hams? Look, Chad. She's like, who looks the best? Look, Chad, here's the deal. Me encanta España. Entonces, yo elijo Sergio Garcia. So first time we've had Spanish, so I think that means she picked Sergio Garcia. That's it for our best so athlete picks. So are you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was our predictions and review of the awards. Um, we went way over on that segment. Let's get into first impressions. And because we went way over, and because Chad's not here, we've been yeah. doing the ongoing conference first impressions. I say we push it. It's a good idea. And I'll talk... And let's get right into our, our nightcap. Is that good with you guys? That's fair, because we definitely doubled the time that we were going to take on the ESPYs. I was um, really hoping we'd get to best male college athlete, so I could pick Zane Rutherford. I was hoping we were going to get to, like... Just to talk some wrestling. Like, best, uh, like, randomly um, active sport, or what is it called? Action sport Action athlete? sports, yeah. Since we didn't know seven out of the eight people in it, like... I was just praying that there was a way we could talk Bella, about wrestling ever, today. Bella, did you ever find a way to bet on the on the ESPYs? No, I, I looked long and oh, hard and damn. I couldn't find it. If, uh, we, if we could get to Vegas, which I'm sure we could, oh, if yeah. we pulled our money together. You guys got any money laying around? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we could probably bet on it in a, a Vegas book, but online, they don't have uh, odds out. Fair, fair. So we'll let you go and have your, uh, your, your five minutes on the soapbox. Let yeah. us know what's going up in the world of wrestling. So, in the world of wrestling, we have the most exciting, most talked about, most looked forward to high school wrestling tournament that comes up every summer. Are you talking about Fargo? I'm talking about Fargo, baby. Oh, Fargo. Shit, you don't know about Fargo, yeah, nothing. Up in North Dakota, they split <laughs> the high school divisions up to two uh, sides. You have cadets, which are usually um, freshmen, incoming freshmen, freshmen, and sophomores. And then your junior class, right? That's right. There you get your juniors. In your seniors. Um, it is wrestled in Olympic style. So you have the first portion of the tournament is Greco, which to uh, remind you guys, that's where you can't touch legs. It's all throws named after the Greco-Roman style that was originally uh, wrestled at the Olympics. And in the second half of the tournament, you have freestyle, uh, where you can attack legs, uh, but the scoring is similar to Greco as well. This tournament is brutal. It is known as the tournament that state uh, that state champions go to to get their first loss. Um, you see undefeated state uh, champions all the time come to this tournament and not make it to the placing rounds. It's one of the hardest tournaments to all American at, and it's really really exciting. It starts on Friday the fourteenth and goes all the way to July twenty second. Wow. Yeah, it is a really long tournament. Over a week long. It is grueling. If you wrestle both styles, in All-American in both, you can have to weigh in up to eight times in <laughs> that, sh what, like 10-day period. It is brutal. What happens and if you don't weigh in at the right weight? No, you don't get to wrestle. You don't get to compete. Part mm -hmm. of the sport. Mm -hmm. um, but I pulled up some, some data on the... NCAA champions from last year at the college level, there are only two NCAA champions who didn't wrestle in the um, in Fargo, and everybody else has multiple 
All-American statuses at this tournament. So watching this tournament is really fun because you are literally looking at the future of USA Wrestling. Everyone on, on the USA Wrestling team who wrestled at the, at the world level, who represents us at the Olympics, has wrestled at Fargo. And you get to see the best in the country from all around the country go up against each other, not representing their school, but representing their state, which is a pretty big deal at the high school level. And it's super exciting. And if you, you know, for those who, who give a shit, uh, on Flow Wrestling, they broadcast the entire thing live, all 21 mats, and you can watch them and stream them from your house or your office, which oh. I will definitely be doing. I can't wait. For the next two weeks. I am stoked. <laughs> stoked to be watching some flow wrestling it's in fun. Fargo. I can't wait. It's Hon- fun stuff. Honestly, as much as, uh, as little as I know about wrestling, you know, watching, you know, we talked about Penn State and their wrestling team and how good they are. Obviously, they built a lot out of young up and coming wrestlers and building a bigger team there. Uh, Zane is obviously the biggest name kind of coming out of Penn State, but Corey Clark was probably one of the biggest names that I looked at and saw coming off this list that just wrestled his ass off. You know, 2008, 10, 11, and 12 all competed in freestyle and Greco-Roman. Obviously, the results varied, but, I mean, just competing that many times in such a serious event is just, it's unbelievable. And to see these guys at this high level just... I mean, this is all they do, it seems like. It's it's a really intense process, and, I mean, it's really impressive to see these guys go at it. So there's a really exclusive club in the high school wrestling world. It's the, they call it the Eight Stop Sign Club. If you All-American at Fargo, you get a stop sign plaque. It's just in the shape of a stop sign. Um, but if you All-American eight times in your high school career, that means that you All-American in both styles each year you went there over mm. four years, which is really, really hard to do. So, um, obviously, I'm going to be inundated with this, so get used to talking about it for the next few weeks or so. Um, Fucking two-week tournament. Yeah, it's it's really long, so uh, I can't wait. I'll try to keep it to the highlights. Uh, Flow Wrestling's pretty good about putting out the best throws, uh, best matches, things like that. So, uh, get ready to tolerate that. Should, Should be, be fun. fun. Jinx. That's cute. I owe you Chick-fil-A. Thank you guys. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us tonight. One last thing, just for the record. I'm saying Jason Belmonte's best bowler in the SBs. Put it down on record. Damn Check man. the tape. Um, so, thanks to Coach for rocking the... Um, Is that double pick guy? What? Belmonte. Belmonte throws two-handed. He's the Aussie. Two-handed. Yeah, he's a two-handed bowler. That's just disrespectful. No, he's he's really good. Um, so Dude. thanks thanks for wearing the uh, the cow costume. He owned up on the bet. He lost. He handled it. Here he is. Pretty got huge. his got his free Chick Fil A. Per huge. He still um, needs to get the Strange Land Brewery tattoo though, don't you guys? That is true. He does have a tattoo bet that he has not followed up on. I, I was gonna let that slide for a little bit longer. Tattoo's a pretty big commitment. Yeah, I'll let that happen once uh, once we get this intro figured out. We get some equipment working. You once know. I get a jersey. Things happen. I feel you. I feel you. There's a bottleneck in our A lot of things got to happen. <laughs> and I'm going to try things... to find out where that bottleneck comes from. And like that person's going to get a stern talking to. Uh, Emily, thanks for joining us. We appreciate uh, having a different voice. Not hearing Chad 
have to always be right all the time. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for being yeah. here. Thanks for having me. You know, and thank you for helping coach uh, pick up Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because I would have hated to have to take Spencer's from him. Actually, it would have been kind of fun, but, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Emily likes to be right a lot. Chad likes to be right more. So it was definitely a nice a nice change, not having Chad being right all the damn time since he wasn't here. Uh, Ballad, as always, thanks for hosting us. Thanks for pressing buttons over there. It is a pleasure to host the podcast. And you didn't have to make chicken wings tonight. I did not. I'm having withdrawals, though. The problem is we had to sit with you for a little bit longer than we normally do. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We're the Sports Buzz. Check us out, SoundCloud and iTunes. We appreciate you listening. Tell your friends about us. For now, we are out!